0: Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. Awesome. Amazing. Why don't you just turn to someone around you and ask them what your New Year's Eve plans are. See if you can get an invite. I spoke to somebody today, uh, I said what you do for New Year's Eve and said I'm still deciding you know they've got options just keeping all their options open you know we're going to turn to the word of God together who's excited about that one of the most important and significant things we can do in the new year is to hear his voice one of the main ways we hear from God is through his word so I want to encourage us I don't know what your bible reading plan is um, if you have one um, but to encourage us all to prioritize and make it a priority let's put the big rock in first as it were to make sure that we're spending daily time in his word because he's got many things that he wants to speak to us I don't want to go into 2018 if his presence isn't going with me so for us to prioritise that so Mark 10 verse 46 to 52 I'm reading from the New King James Version it says this talk about Jesus now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus sat by the road begging and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to cry and say Jesus son of David have mercy on me then many warned him to be quiet but he cried out all the more son of David have mercy on me so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called then they called the blind man saying to him be of good cheer rise he is calling you verse 50 and throwing aside his garment he rose and came to Jesus verse 51 so Jesus answered and said to him what do you want me to do for you? what do you want me to do for you? the blind man said to him "Rabbi, that I may receive my sight verse 52 then Jesus said to him go your way your faith has made you well and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. I want to speak from the subject today, anything can happen. We just turn to somebody and say anything can happen. Anything can happen. Let's pray together. Father, I want to thank you so much for your word. I want to thank you so much for your Holy Spirit. I want to thank you for what happens when these things come together. And I am believing, God Almighty that you are going to speak deep into people's hearts, deep into people's spirits, that you are preparing people today for all the great things that you've got planned for them. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thanks, Daniel. Well, it's New Year's Eve, and what better place to be than in the house of God, in the presence of God, together, as we look towards 2018. And, you know, a new year is like a a blank page, there are things that we don't know what's going to be written on it. The truth is, in 2018, there's going to be some things written on here that we have no say on. There are things that will happen that we can't control. But the truth is, there are lots of things that we can choose to write upon here. There's lots of things that we can be intentional about placing on this blank page of a brand new year in some 90 the psalmist is reflecting about the brevity of life and about the challenges of life and he and he says this he says us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom that's my prayer that we would gain a heart of wisdom and I don't know how you're feeling about 2018 the truth is I'm pretty expectant for 2018 not just for me personally but for us as a church. In fact, 2018 in 2017 has been a bit of a catchphrase. I've been saying to people, 2018, 2018, especially to Joey, 2018, hey, to Tando, 2018, and, but I've been so in 2018 that it's got me into a bit of trouble. I'm getting confused. I've been writing 2018's date in 2017. The fact, fact, I was at the supermarket getting the food shopping, and I was getting perplexed, David. I was getting perplexed and indignant because I was looking at the sell by date and I was confused because I was going what is going on the 20th of February this is out of date I was just about to go and say something then I remembered 20th of February 2018 it's not 2018 Lawrence I was that much in 2018 and I'm it's not just excitement it's expectation for what God wants to do through and in us and you know part of our pulse as a church part of our distinctive we have these cultural statements, and one of them is faith. You can't please God without it, which is from the Bible. And it says this, hope-filled and spirit-led, trusting and courageous. Hope-filled and spirit-led, trusting and courageous. And really, this is what I want to talk to us today, that we would go into 2018. Being people who are hope-filled, people who are spirit-led, people who are going to put their trust in God and be courageous and act upon Him. I've kind of got one job today and this the old hymn kind of like sums it up. It says, ponder all anew all the Almighty can do. And that really is the essence of what I want us to do today is ponder anew. All the Almighty can do. We've been singing about our great God. He can do great things. Pastor Malcolm's reminding us that he is mighty. And and this, and this preach is, 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 is a warm-up like you do it in exercises before you do the exercises. I don't know if by you sometimes I can be tired by the warm-up. But this is, this is just like this limbering up. We're coming out of the Christmas season, going into a New Year season. It's not the main thing. It's just a warm-up preparing us for what God has for us. And I love what Pastor said. This is why the in the fast lane days are so important because God has got so many things that he wants us to be a, a part of and he wants our hearts to be joined together. He's put desires in your heart that are going to glorify him. And, and when we come together and we spend time to pray and fast, it's going to be amazing. If you can be here tonight, I'd encourage you to be here as well. You know, I don't know what 2018 Will bring. I don't know, but I know Jesus. I know His word. And this is what it says in Ephesians 3, verse 20 that we know so well if you've been around church. Now, to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. John 15, verse 7 to 8 says this, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. You know, if you're going to 2018, maybe you would say, well, Lawrence, I'm I'm a bit more pessimistic in personality or... Maybe others will say well, I'm actually optimistic, or maybe some of you say, "Well, I'm kind of realistic. I'm not concerned so much about those. I'm am concerned that we're Christ-centric, yeah. that our, that we remain in Him and His, and, and we remain in Him and His words remain in us. Because if we do that, Jesus promises that if we ask from that position, that He will give us whatever we wish, whatever we ask for, whatever we pray for." And to remind us again, especially if you've been around for a while, God still does great things. In 2018, he wants to do greater things than we've seen before. And I've come to stir faith in myself and stir faith in us that the best truly is yet to come. That God has great, he is waiting, he is anticipating doing great things on our behalf. Anything can happen in 2018. And I I want to just use and, and camp around this encounter of Bartimaeus in Mark 10 verse 46 to 52 that we read because Bartimaeus had an anything can happen moment with Jesus he was face to face with him and I want to talk about just the context around that to help position ourselves to do the same it says this verse 46 there's a great multitude and the Bible says this blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus Blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus. Not Bartimaeus. The thing that distinguished Bartimaeus was that he's blind. I don't know if you can relate to the feeling of being so interwoven with your issue that it becomes part of your identity. It becomes so... that, that, That thing that you're struggling with, that thing that you're handed with, if you've been sick for a long period of time then you will know it can seem like that the thing that everyone asks you about is your infirmity. The thing that everyone talks about is it almost becomes your identity. You get wrapped up in this thing. And for some of us, we we know what that feels like. I know I do, you know, New Year's Eve, uh, sorry, this time of year, around New Year's, you look into the new year, you can get a bit reflective. Some of you don't reflect at all, um, but I can get a bit reflective. And it can be a bit discouraging when you're thinking about what to put in place for the new year. And it's the same thing that you've been trying to put in place for the last few years. And it can be seen so intertwined into who you are that this issue can seem inseparable from your identity. But buying Bartimaeus encourages us that in the presence of Jesus, you can leave the blind and just become Bartimaeus. That your issue is not your identity. And I want to encourage us that maybe there's been some long-standing things that we've been battling for a long time. But I want to remind us that Anything can still happen. And if you've been in part, if you've sat with it for a long time, it can feel like nothing's going to change, but that people might have defined you a certain way. But I want to say anything can happen in the presence of Jesus. I love the song we sing here. It says, I know your past is broken, but you can move on. It's over now here in the presence of the Lord. Oh, I know that that's for somebody. You can go home now because I want to prophesy your past is broken. You can move on. And this is blind Bartimaeus. He left the blind and just became Bartimaeus. You don't have to hold on to your issue. Goes on to say that, you know, it wasn't just his issue that was against Bartimaeus. His position was against him. He says that, Jesus was going with his disciples. Hopefully we'll get this. So Jesus had his crew. He had his disciples, but then he also had it's been picked up. Yeah, also, It also had a great multitude of people around him as well. All these people were surrounding Jesus. Jesus had his inner crew, but not only that, the Bible says there was a great multitude of people. And where's blind Bartimaeus he's here. He's on the sideline. He's sitting by the side of the road. He can't even get into this. And I felt that for some people, this is exactly how you feel. But Blind Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus wasn't set up in the prime spot for a miracle. He wasn't set up in the prime spot for an encounter with Jesus. He had his disciples. He had the multitude. And he was just over here on his one on the side of the road. And some of you feel like that. You feel like I am not connected enough. I, I am I'm not part of the in crowd. I'm not. I can't position myself for a breakthrough. Some of you, even today, maybe even this, this Christmas time, maybe you've maybe you felt like you've you've kind of like your, your your relationship with God is not as strong as you want it to be. Maybe that's been the theme this year. And you hear us talk about anything can happen and a breakthrough, but you feel like you're not positioned for that because you feel like you're a long way from God. Firstly, let me just say, if you're in Christ Jesus, you are. if you're a Christian, sorry, you are in Christ Jesus. You're in him. You're in, inseparable. But blind Bartimaeus or Bartimaeus shows us that it's not about your position. It's not about where you find yourself here. All that mattered is that Bartimaeus who knew who Jesus was. And I want to remind you today, you may feel that you are on the outside, but blind Bartimaeus, even though he was blind, He could see who Jesus really was. And I want to show that for for us. Because it says, Mark 10, verse 47, it says this. I love this. I've been reflecting about this a lot. It says, and when they heard, Mark 10, verse 47, you can put that up. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. So he heard. That's what people said. People said, Jesus of Nazareth is coming. But he didn't cry out, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, son of David. See he didn't people had the information about who Jesus was but he had the revelation about who Jesus was son of david was a messianic term which was saying this is the messiah this isn't just Jesus from his geographical region this is the king. This is the Lord. This is the one we've been waiting for. And this is why Jesus later on says your faith has made you well because he recognised who he was. I want to say it's your revelation of who Jesus is, not the information about who he is that is going to see you have a breakthrough. And what happens is we can fall into this trap where we have the information about who Jesus is, but then I don't know about you, but I see it. In Christian life, we can start judging ourselves by our performance and we feel like we've not been a good Christian, whatever a good Christian is. And then we feel like, okay, God, somehow we're distant from God and all of that stuff and I need to get myself sorted out. So what we've done is we've we've kind of said, Jesus, you're not my saviour. Jesus, you're not my saviour. Jesus, you're not my redeemer. No, no, I, I, I have to do something. No. See, that's not the revelation that Jesus Christ wants you to have the revelation that we have of Jesus Christ is that it is finished. He did it all. My righteousness is his righteousness. So when we start living from a place of knowing who he is, it enables us to get closer to him. See, when we when we when we we can want to distance ourselves from God when we feel a certain way. And people do it all the time. Maybe you're here today and you wouldn't call yourself a Christian. Maybe you've been coming to church for a while, but I want to say to you, I'm believing today, you can maybe have a revelation of who he is. Maybe you've had information about who Jesus is, but today you can have a revelation of who he is. See, this was a big deal saying Jesus, son of David. In Matthew 21, verses 15 to 16, um, Jesus is doing amazing things and people start saying, Jesus, son of David, and the scribes and the religious people freak out and it says they were indignant. So this was no small thing that Bartimaeus was saying. The religious people did not like it. They were irked by it, but he said it anyway. And you know, the next part of the journey of faith that we read, if we're honest, is is not a fun part. But this is part of having an anything can happen moment. Because it goes on to say this, Mark 10, verse 47 to 48. When they heard it was Jesus, he began to cry out saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many warned him to be quiet. Yeah But he cried out all the more. What do you do when you feel like you've heard from, from God and you start to pray and start to cry out, but the circumstances and situations tell you to shut up. You get that text message from that person, and you've been praying and believing, but that text message is saying, "Be quiet. Yeah. You're praying and crying out, but then you go to the doctors and the update says, "Be quiet." When you go into a wedding and you haven't got a plus one and it's trying to tell you to be quiet. And yet Bartimaeus, he learned to keep on crying out, to keep on praying out, to keep on declaring, to not let the facts of what people are saying. See, in 2018, I promise you, as you begin to believe, the crowd, in whatever way the crowd, is going to try and tell you to be quiet. It's going to try and tell you to shut up. Situations, unbelief, circumstances are going to try and press themselves on you. And yet, here Blind Bartimaeus is reminding us of what the nature of faith is like. Can I just say this? Faith is awkward. (laughs) Faith is awkward. Faith stands out. Faith isn't wrapped up with a nice pretty bow. Faith cries out when everything else is saying, shut up! It's not going to happen. Stop believing. But faith says, no, I'm going to still keep believing. Ah, This is frustrating. Why do I have to keep on believing? Have you ever believed for something that seems so ridiculous? That you can even talk, it's so ridiculous. It's awkward. It's strange. Blind Bartimaeus was strange. He's shouting. He can't get to Jesus, but that's what faith does. Jesus tells this parable of what prayer's like. And he talks this parable about this woman who has this issue in the courts with this judge. And she just keeps on knocking. She just keeps on persisting. She just keeps on going and going and going. Oh, I'm believing in 2018. You know, I felt in worship and I felt the Lord was speaking to me. But I feel like he was speaking to other people as well. But I'm going to say it one-on-one. I believe, I felt like for some of us, we've lost our fight. We've lost our fight. And it's time to get our fight back. It's time to get our fight back. It's time to kind of go, I am not going to be quiet. I don't care what happens. I don't care if no one else comes with me. I'm going to keep going. I'm going through a breakthrough. I'm going to pray again. Jesus, it's me again. I'm still believing. I'm still standing in your promise. I'm still going to keep on shouting out because God responds to that. And I love this bit where it says this. I love this. It says, verse 49 of Mark 10, says this, And Jesus stopped Jesus stood still now listen I know theologically Jesus is everywhere at all times he's omnipresent just leave this verse up but I just love the fact I just love the thought that we could be people if you go with the picture where Jesus is about doing whatever Jesus is doing but he hears your voice and he stands still whoa who's that Can we be people in 2018? Can our church be a place where Jesus has to stand still? It's like, no, there's something about this cry where it's like, I'm paying attention. What is going on? God stood still for this guy on the outside. God stood still for the person who was the furthest away. And I love this because Jesus didn't call Bartimaeus to him. Jesus didn't do it. Jesus called the crowds To call Bartimaeus to him. I'm going to come back to us. That's why that's powerful. Can I just say as a church. See this guy over here. Bly Bartimaeus. See he was far from God. But Jesus' heart. Is to see people far from God. Transformed through the power of the gospel. But he's calling us. To call the people who are far from God. To come to him. See. Bartimaeus finds himself in this position. And then something incredible happens. This crowd that was saying "be quiet," they turn because now they see that Jesus is for blind Bartimaeus. He's for this guy. Now you need to understand that in in this context, socially, he would have been seen as an outsider. We some of you will know in different parts of the New Testament, it's like new parts of the gospel that people would say, "Oh, this man sinned because he's because he's blind," and Jesus kind of like debunks that myth. So now the crowd turn to him and start being on blind Bartimaeus' side. you trying to say to me, Laura, it's in 2018 that those same voices that were against me when Jesus Christ gets involved, can be for me. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Are you saying to me, Lawrence, that those voices that have said that will never happen, when Jesus stands still and says and gets involved, that those same people can turn around and bless me? That's exactly what I'm saying. Are you saying, Lawrence, in 2018, that that family member who's been so agnostic can turn around and actually work for me? That's exactly what I'm saying, because when Jesus turns around and says to the crowd, everything changes. There's a song that we like in our house which goes like this. When Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. 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 Hey, I'm not worried about a thing. Anyway, so as I know it is guiding me. Come on, Barbara. <laughs> He leaves me, I will go. come on Joe, I don't fear cause I know who's in control, Oh limit to what ye can do, cause it all belongs to you. Yes, it all belongs to you. No rushing now, you're all power. When Jesus says yes, it doesn't matter what the crowd have been saying. When Jesus Christ gets involved, it doesn't matter what the crowd have been shouting out. When Jesus says yes, there's nobody that can say no. I want you to have a confidence. The ferns, I want you to have a confidence going into 2018. It doesn't matter what people have said. It doesn't matter what situations have been against you. When Jesus says yes, there's nobody that can say no. Jesus reminds us, this story reminds us that he's on our side. And these next verses are so powerful. The band can come up. Because the the crowd starts speaking to Blythe Bartimaeus. The crowd starts creating an atmosphere of faith and expectation. They start saying to him, they say these words. They say, cheer up. They say, cheer up, be of good cheer. They start saying, Bartimaeus, it's time to change your attitude. He's for you. They says, "Rise up. It's time to change your posture. He said, He's calling you. It's time to be expectant. I want to say to us, we, we, don't, we can miss this part of the miracle. We have to do our part as well. We have to choose what we're going to do and how we're going to position ourselves. That we're going to be people that say, "Be of good cheer." No, it's time to rise up. No, He's calling you. Can I say to us as a church, that's the kind of church that we want to be. That's the kind of church service that we want to run from the hosting right on the outside. That right from when you come in, we're preparing you for a God encounter. That the whole atmosphere is saying, "Be of good cheer." Now rise up. He's calling you. This is going to be a great service. God's going to do something powerful in your life. That's the atmosphere that we want people to walk into that when they're walking in here they're already ready for a God encounter and I find it fascinating that Bartimaeus. it says here in verse 50 the crowd starts speaking to him be of good cheer rise up if you can put that up Mark 10 verse 50 and it says this bit it says and then Bartimaeus, he throwing aside his garment I know preacher preached this before But I was just struck again. Why did he do that? He didn't need to do that. I wonder if it was something about the atmosphere of expectation that thought, I don't need this garment anymore. And this this question, I heard it in an interview and it's been resonating in me and it's been challenging me. What are you prepared to leave behind in order to get your breakthrough? See, I could be so focused on what I want to get that I don't think about what I need to leave behind. What needs to stay in 2017? What needs to not go with you in 2017? What needs to stay right here in this service today? What do you need to throw aside? What needs to stay in 2017 in preparation for what God is going to do? See, this is the thing. Bartimaeus hasn't had his breakthrough yet, but he's still preparing for it. And sometimes we have to act this side of the miracle. Prepare this side of the miracle. Matthew 10 verse 51 to 52. Jesus answered and said to him, this nine word question. and Then Jesus gave him a nine word answer. 18 words, his life was transformed. What? You can put that up. I think we've got it. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? How would you answer that? Do you know? If Jesus, the King of Kings, was, What do you want me to do for you? In 2018, what? What do you want me to do for you? This is Jesus, he's saying this to you. What do you want me to do for you? How would you answer? Would you dare to answer that? Can you be specific? Even if you feel like, you've been crying out what do you want him to do for you and I love I love his answer he says Rabbi and I I want to receive my sight I want to receive my sight there's something about that it was his I want to receive my sight I want to receive my sight I, I don't believe I've lost it <laughs> I believe it's mine I don't just want to see I want to receive my sight Jesus God you're the one who gave me this thing and I want it back I want what you've promised I want what you've got on offer I want my sight what are you going to ask him for this year I want to receive my sight no God this is what your word says I want this and then Jesus is beautiful Now, answer he said go your way your faith has made you well go your way your faith has made you well 18 words all that noise all that shouting all that shame all these years And 18 words his is, is life is completely transformed it doesn't take long for Jesus it might seem like a long time it doesn't take long you can you just leave that back up for me and then just put that up I love this it says go your way your faith has made you well go your way your faith has made you well but Bartimaeus says he immediately received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Jesus said, You can go anywhere, your faith, your way, and he's like, No. <laughs> I love this. Indicating that Jesus, that Bartimaeus joins Jesus and the other pilgrims on their final journey to Jerusalem, indicating that he becomes one of Jesus' disciples, one of his followers. But I love it in Luke 18, verse 42 to 43, it says this same. Same thing, but in a different book of the Bible. It's a different gospel. It says this, And immediately he received his sight and followed him. Watch this, glorifying God and all the people when they saw it gave praise to God. What are you going to do with your breakthrough? What are you going to do with your blessing? See, Bartimaeus chose to, no, Jesus, I'm following you. And as he praised him, other people got blessed too it's interesting um, I started thinking about this Luke 4 verse 18 to 19 Jesus he stands up before he starts his public ministry and he quotes Isaiah 61 and he says this the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord see (laughs) this is who the Messiah was so for Bartimaeus he knew maybe he knew that recovery of sight from the blind was available that's why he could ask for it because this is what Jesus did but Isaiah 61 he, Jesus is not quote the whole of Isaiah 61 but let me read Isaiah 61 verse 3 it says to console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified then Luke 4 20-21 says then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down and all the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And it got me thinking, church, that the anointing that was flowing from Jesus' life didn't just touch his physical eyesight. But actually the anointing of Isaiah 61 was upon Bartimaeus. And that's what he received because it says this, that the crowd went from being against him to accepting him see that's beauty for ashes that's what the anointing does he was accepted socially he, he became part of them it goes on to say this that he left the cloak he left his garment but what does Isaiah 61 say? that you will be given a garment of what? praise for the spirit of heaviness so this anointing man, he couldn't keep his garment anymore and what did we read? that he went away praising but then what happened? He began praising God and then other people began praising Him. Why? Because that's where we read that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that He may be glorified. See the anointing upon Jesus Christ has the power to transform every single part of your life. All your life, the oil from Jesus Christ doesn't just do one area; it restores every area. Suddenly, Bartimaeus he doesn't need to have that garment of heaviness, that reminder, because now he has a garment of praise. He doesn't—he goes from being unaccepted to being accepted. Jesus restored him socially and said, "No, I'm for this guy," and he becomes a planting of the Lord and starts pointing people to Jesus. I want to say to you: this ser- this sermon could have been called "Be of God's cheer. Rise up, he's calling. Would you rise up today? Would you stand to your feet? Be of good cheer. Rise up. He is calling you because Jesus is after your whole life. He wants to transform every area. If you would dare to give it to him, if you would dare to choose him afresh, if you dare to put your trust in Jesus afresh going into 2018 the oil of his anointing wants to come and transform your whole life you thought it was just about your eyesight but he's after every part of your life you thought it was just about that one issue but the spirit of God wants to touch every area of your life if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, maybe you feel like blind Bartimaeus. Maybe you feel like you're on the outside. I want to give you an opportunity today to accept Him. With the eyes closed, the heads bowed, in this atmosphere. The greatest decision you can make in 2017 is to invite Jesus Christ into your life. Maybe you're here and the truth is that you're a long way from God. Maybe you have information, but maybe not that revelation. Maybe you need to make him Lord of your life again. I wonder if in this place, if you could just put your hand up so I can see. If you want to invite Jesus into your life. Just two seconds, just two seconds, guy. Just two seconds, thank you. Just two seconds, my friend. Yeah, awesome, thank you. We'll continue. If you're here, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or you're a long way from God. I'm going to pray a prayer and once I've prayed that prayer I'm just going to invite you to put your hand up someone's going to put a card in your hand but we believe this is the best message we are we are here for you today we don't want to just run off into 2018 knowing Jesus no we are stopping and the crowd is calling your name heaven's looking for you today (laughs) if you're ready just pray this prayer out loud repeat it after me We're all going to join in and say, Father God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for me. Jesus, come into my life. Be Lord of my life. Amen. With eyes closed, with eyes closed, if you pray that prayer for the first time or to recommit your life to Jesus, just put your hand up straight away so I can see. Just put your hand up straight away so I can see. Is there anybody here in our first service of the day? Just put your hand up so I can see. Is there anybody here today who's saying yes? Yes to him. Is there anybody here today? Well, Father, I want to thank you that we're going to see many people like Bartimaeus who is far from you, find their miracle, find their left life turnaround. Jesus' name. Amen. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search HeartChurch UK.